hello and welcome to the dungeon episode 23 today we will be improving the dungeon our sadly least favorite structure let's get straight into it so before we get straight into it i should probably stop saying that at the start of every episode uh we do have my minecraft life section which i have done a bit i started a new survival world uh i made a <coughs> very efficient spider farm well because i found two cave spider spawners like 30 blocks away from each other so i connect them up with water streams and it gets me a lot of xp now um i went to the nether i've got iron armor uh i've got diamond helmet and chest plate um, and I got three ancient debris. Um, I have six dogs. Yes, six dogs. Um, I have a few cows, I think two cows, maybe three sheep, and a lot of chickens. Um, so it's a pretty solid start. I'm liking the look of this world. I haven't really started fresh um, as a new Minecraft world for ages, so it's nice to start a new one, I guess. I also did quite a bit of Minecraft dungeons. Um, so I been I had been having some problems with Minecraft Dungeons. Every time I turn the shadows up to like higher resolution, my game would just start lagging ridiculously. And I did some research and I found out that uh, it's the inside of the leaves um, that also create shadows. So I went way deep into my computer files. I found the dungeon, um, the Minecraft Dungeons folder, um, and I deleted the inside text for the leaves, which was very smart I think. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> um, and my game is running so much smoother than it does before. Like if I turn everything off I'll get 80 FPS and then I'll turn... I'm, right now I have bloom on, uh, shadows on high resolution. Um, everything on low to medium I've got bloom on and shadows on high which is pretty hard for a computer to run and I'll still get 40, 50 FPS, sometimes 30 if it's like, like the, some of the harder levels, I mean, with more stuff to render, more particles, whatever, um, but it still runs fine, which is surprising, so I'm happy with that. Um, I did a little bit of Terraria this week, but not really, I died a few times, <laughs> that's really about it. Um, now we do have some emails i should probably open it up i try to open every tab before i start recording but i always miss one now we do have quite a bit of uh, quite a few emails that's the wrong one um so i got one from alexander he said have you made one about the wild update yet um and i did reply to him but yes i have that was episode 14 which I was recording on discord with a friend um and the recording bot I think I think it d didn't record properly or something I'm not sure but, but it turned out sound like I was having one-sided conversation for the first half of the episode which was not exactly what I wanted I st it's still posted so you can still listen to it but I don't recommend it um so that is that um, I also had one from him again. Um, he said, we want Flynn, <laughs> which is, Flynn was the first guest I had on this podcast in like episode, uh, I've got Spotify open, let's see. So I had Flynn very, very early on. Uh, I think it was episode two. Um, yep, episode two. 
Frogman, Flynn, Frogman, what do you want to call him? Um, so hopefully next week, maybe the week after, I'll re- I've reached out to him but he hasn't replied yet. Um, hopefully he will reply and we might be able to set that back up again. Um, <clears throat> also another thing here, he talked about maybe joining the realm that I play on with my friends. Sadly he's a bedrock player so they are a bedrock player so they can't do that. Um, but there's another announcement, when I hit uh, 2,000 listeners, this is a milestone I picked, um, I will open a um, Bedrock Edition server and a Java Edition server. Um, the only problem is I don't think that the server host right, it's free, which is really good. One problem, it's ridiculous laggy when you're traveling through dimensions, like going to the nether, you'll stay in like for 10 seconds before the nether chunks actually load, you'll stay in the nether portal. So it's rather dodgy, but it's still playable. Second problem, uh, it's not 24-7, but there is a solution to that. If you make an account on the website that I use, which is Eternos, um, which does free Minecraft servers, um, if you make an account on that website, I can then give you permission uh, to start and start the server, um, and then you can join from there, which is... This, the starting it takes a while, but I suppose I understand that. Um, so if we want to serve, we'll have to do some cooperation, I guess. Um, and you'll have to help me with that. But that is that email, so thank you. Um, now, I did get another email from Alex. Um, not the one I had on the show before, a different one. Now, he asked how old I was, and I'm, I'm fine answering that. But um, this gave me an idea, because I am announcing I'll be doing a Q&A episode on episode tw- 32. Um, now there is a good reason for that. So like two days ago when I was checking my uh, podcast stats to see how many people were listening, I came across this. So I have 5,339 starts. 2,470 streams, 221 followers, and here's the big thing, we hit 1,000 individual listeners. So this is my special episode for that, so thank you to everybody who's listening. I really appreciate it, um, and to reward, you all, <laughs> to, reward, to reward you all, I will be doing that. So thank you very much, and on episode 32, I will be answering all your questions. You can submit your questions by emailing me, emailing me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com, I cannot speak, and or you could join my discord and I'll have both those links in the description. And that was all the emails for this week. If I missed yours, please resend it or just give me a polite reminder and I'll read it out next week. I'm very sorry if I have missed it. I try to read out every episode, um, every email every episode, but it's kind of hard, if you know what I mean. Okay, now we have our, um, what's it called, reviews. Actually, no, 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 no. Uh, so first of all, I do have a Discord for this podcast. Uh, second of all, it's nobody ever chats on there anymore, which makes me sad. Join it! I know a few of you have Discord. Um, I've seen you on some of the other servers, so why don't you join this and help it, help bring it back to life? I'll really appreciate it, so thank you for that. I'll have that link in the description again. Um, Now we can go on to our reviews. Um, The first review we will be reviewing the Observer, which is 
a block that emits a redstone signal when the block or fluid it faces experiences a change. That's reading off the Minecraft wiki. Um, it is crafted with six cobblestone, two redstone, and one nether quartz. Um, so it's not the cheapest thing to make, but it is probably the most useful item in Minecraft. Uh, it's in redstone anyway. Like many things would not be, <clears throat> many things would not be able to be made without this block. So it's a very very good block, very useful in redstone. Um, <clears throat> oh, got a sore throat. Um, <clears throat> so I would probably give this. Sorry, I have a sore throat. I'm just gonna. <sighs> so I would give the Observer a nine out of ten. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Um, I'd give the Observer a nine out of ten. Um, the one reason I'm gonna take away that one point is, you know how the top of the Observer texture is the stone texture. Well, it happens to be the pre-1.14 texture, so the old stone texture. Now, I have a texture pack on that switches that up, but it kind of annoys me. and It's just so simple to change it. Why don't you change it, Mojang? Um, so that's the only reason I'm going to take that off. Now, the second block I will be reviewing is bricks. The brick block, not the brick item. Um, <clears throat> uh, this brick block... It generates naturally in underwater ruins and in plains, villages, armor houses. That's the only, those are the only places you can get naturally. You can mine them with a pickaxe, any pickaxe, but if you don't, it drops nothing. Um, it's crafted with four um, brick items. Um, you can make a banner pattern out of it with one paper and one brick. It makes the banner pattern of the field masoned. I'm not sure what that is, but sure. You can make stairs, bricks, brick stairs, brick slabs out of it. Um, so it's generally a quite good building block. There's no nothing quite the colour of it before. The only problem is it's very hard to actually get. Like, you've got to smelt clay balls into bl bricks, um, and clay's reasonably hard to find unless you find a lush cave. Um, and then you got to turn those bricks into the brick block. Um, so it's kind of hard to get, um, even though it does look quite good in building. But it doesn't look good enough that I would really go out and look for it. Um, but some people might disagree with me on that, but that's fine. Um, so I'll give the bricks a 3.5 out of 10, just because it's rather hard to obtain. Um, and you can't really find it naturally generating anywhere. So that is bricks. Now for our Minecraft Dungeons review, we will be reviewing the Death Cat Mushroom. Um, <clears throat> it says here, eaten by the daring warriors before battle, the Death Cat Mushroom drives fighters into a frenzy. And it certainly does, because, let's find, it gives you, uh, I can't find where it's, I can't find what it does. Oh gosh, okay, but I know it gives you, it makes your speed, like it upgrades your um, movement speed, it also upgrades your attack speed, um, which is very, very good. So movement and attack speed, it speeds them up substantially, like quite a bit. And it's one of my favourite items, just because of how much sleep you could have a really slow attacking weapon, and it's still, if you eat this mushroom, for the amount of duration, you, for the duration, depending on what level it is, uh, you attack super fast, and you still do the same amount of damage. Um, so I'd give the Death Cat Mushroom a 3 out of 3 enchantment points. Very, very good item. 
I really, really like it. <clears throat> Great idea. Now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine releases to go over. Oh my gosh. Nine. Uh, suppose we better start doing that. Okay, so our first release was very short. Um, Minecraft 1.18.32 for Android and Switch. Um, it just fixes two bugs, improve, improved game performance on certain Android devices, and addressed chunk loading and freezing issues on the Nintendo Switch. That's literally it. Okay, next we have um, Minecraft 1.18.33 for the Switch. A new update is available. Oh, wrong thing. Uh, three fixes enabled configuration changes of some backend services, added new button and settings to clear local catch data, and this will not delete save game data. Again, that's all. Um, now we have our first big one. I think I might have read this before. If I realized, I'll just stop reading it. Um, Minecraft Beta and Preview 1.19.0.28 slash 29. Um, <clears throat> yeah, th yeah, I already read this, okay. Okay, next one, uh, Minecraft Bedro Bedrock Beta and Preview 1.19.30 slash 31. Um, uh, spectator mode, oh, there's a lot of things in spectator mode. So for, I'm going to read them all out. For spectator mode, um, custom input mapping for spectator mode added. Uh, if anyone has any idea what that is, tell me, because I don't. Um, spectators are now unable to attack, build, drop items, use items, open inventory, interact with the world through import, and interact with chests or other container UI. Spectators no longer fly slowly when entering spectator mode from ground. Players enter no, no clip and flying when enabling spectator mode. Players stop riding, using items, sleeping, and gliding when enter spectating mode. Double jump no longer breaks spectator mode. So that was all those bugs for spectator mode. Now for features and bug fixes on accessibility. Our summit feedback button is now described as a link by text-to-speech. Controller connection lost pop-up will now also be shown on the main menu screen. For the LA, it no longer stops moving when attempting to reach an item that is too far away while being leashed. Oh, pardon me. Um, and now for ancient cities, um, they no are no longer flooded with water or lava as often, and darkness effect will no longer create colourful jumping lines around sources of light. Darkness effect fade-in is no longer abrupt. Breaking an activated skulk sensor no longer stops the warden from spawning. Structure void block no longer generate an ancient city, ancient cities with skulk vein generated around it, and trap mechanism variant under trap mechanism variant under main central structure in ancient city now works properly, and skulk shriekers can once again be waterlogged. For the warden, the warden now emits darkness every six seconds, prevent warden from building anger towards and targeting experience orbs. <laughs> Why? It's it's attacking experience orbs now. I prevent Warden from attacking non-mob type actors such as the Trident. Warden can now detect vibrations emitted by Skulk Sensor Shrieking. Warden now prefers investigating the closest mob's position after sniffing 
Uh, Warden now doesn't play anger listening sounds when getting angry through an attack, and the Warden's heartbeat now reflects the anger towards either the Warden's target or the highest recorded anger. For the Skulk Sensor, Skulk Sensors can correctly detect when turtle legs and slab blocks are being p placed on their representative existing blocks. Skulk Sensors Skulk sensors now activate repeatedly when an entity is dropped on top of them. Projectile hitting wool or wool carpet does not produce vibration anymore. A player looking at a tamed animal does not produce vibrations anymore. What? A player crouching with a shield in the offhand slot does not produce vibrations anymore. Skulk sensor detectly, correctly detects when dirt, coarse dirt or rooted dirt is tilled with a hoe. Skulk sensors now detect boat movement, and they detect boat above. A, they also detect a boat above a bubble column, making splashes. It also correctly detects detects dirt, coarse dirt, and rooted dirt turned into a mud block when interacted with holding a water bottle. They can be waterlogged once again. A lower face of skulk sensors now provides support to other blocks, and a skulk sensor can no longer detect a player sneaking on another skulk sensor. Okay, so that was that section. Gosh, it's really recorded for five minutes here. On this section, anyway. Oh, I'm very tired. Uh, for the mangrove, mangrove propagule now grows into trees at the same speed as in Java Edition. Bees can now pollinate mangrove propagules. Mangrove planks can now be crafted from stripped mangrove logs. Mangrove blocks are now sorted next to each other overworld wood types next to other overworld wood types, sorry. Mangrove roots are no longer located in the woods section of the creative inventory and mangrove wood, mangrove roots, sorry, and mangrove wood map colors now match Java edition. <clears throat> mangrove log and strip mangrove log map colors now match Java edition and mangrove roots are now flammable. <clears throat> for the mud block, gravity blocks now break when falling on mud blocks. Turning dirt to mud now produces a splash sound. Mud block is placed beside dirt in the creative inventory, and mud brick slabs now place sounds when two slabs are stacked into a full block. Uh, frogs, frogs now provide the same experience points as other animals like cows and goats. Frog spawn is no longer affected by random tick speed. Um, tadpoles <clears throat> hurt sounds volume has been increased. Tadpoles now have a grown-up sound. For gameplay, when in the nether, endermen... When in the nether, endermen, piglins, skeletons, and wither skeletons now spawn in a wider range of light levels, from 0 to 11. Torches can no longer be placed on bells. Wild update achievement, it spreads birthday song with our powers combined and sneak, sneak 100, so that's new achievements. For the graphical fixed heat bug, where leads would render on top of grass, <clears throat> inverted, reverted, mirrored mob parts in a wolf model according to current art di direction, I can't speak. A boat with a chest now drops a single item when destroyed instead of two boat items, two, uh, two items which is, would be a both boat and a chest. Mangrove roots can no longer be used as fuel in furnaces. Um, when broken, each minecart variant, chest 10 to hopper, drops itself as a single item instead of splitting into two items. That is very useful, especially when dealing with hopper minecarts, because they get very annoying. Oh, I'm glad that's changed. 
for pathfinding. Mobs do not get stuck into open trapdoors anymore for stability and performance. Fixed a crash that could occur when players are battling and both players are wearing thorns enchanted armor. Fixed a crash that could occur when blending the worlds with air-filled chunks. Fixed a crash that could occur during split-screen play. For the Warden, fixed a little jumping bug after the Warden has emerged from the ground, and Sonic Explosion Particle has been updated to a new texture. Um, and that is all except for the technical stuff, which I'm not going to read out because it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, there's so many more to read through. Oh, this one's shorter. Okay, this one's short. I'll read, I'll read it. Uh, features and bug fixes for Bedrock Edition uh, 1.19.0.32-33 <clears throat> For the LA, it now does not teleport with its owner to the nether. This is a temporary change f until they fix an issue where the LA's could sometimes get teleported inside blocks and suffocate when changing dimensions. Um, for blocks, <clears throat> non-generated skulk shriekers now have a cooldown between activation like their generated counterparts. Skulkriegers and skull sensors do not drop XP anymore when mined with a silk touch pickaxe. Increased time required to destroy reinforced deep site and made it independent by the use tool, better to match Java edition. Uh, skulk cannot spread through fire and so far anymore. Um, for the mangrove swamp, mangrove trees now properly generate at Y coordinates, at negative Y coordinates. For graphical fixed a corruption fixed gra graphical corruption issues on Android, fix an issue that could cause severe visual glitches when using emotes more than once. Um, also, by the way, if you haven't heard me talk about any of these before, before like it's saying it's fixed, um, reinforced deep plates match breaking time to Java edition. Last episode, the recording, um, and it deleted a little bit while I was recording, <clears throat> so I lost. A little bit. I've already read. I already read them out, but I'm not going to read them out again just because I was very tired, and otherwise I'd be reading out about eleven of them. I don't really want to be doing that. Okay, back to the update. Actors for movement. Actors using movement predic prediction. Uh, predict prediction. Yeah. Will once again teleport smoothly. For stability. Performance, improved game performance on certain Android devices, fixed a crash that could occur when attempting to render blocks that rely on biome data. <clears throat> For user interface, shift-clicking items will once again combine items of the same type into a stack. Added settings to change duration of notifications. Um, now that is all for that. Four left. Hopefully they aren't too long. Oh, the gyro edition snapshots and they're long. <sighs> what I think I'm going to do from now on is I'm going to read out the most recent Java Edition snapshot and the most recent Bedrock beta, and if it's like a short Bedrock beta, I will then <clears throat> read out the one before that. I'll read out one long one, um, and possibly one short one episode, because I don't, don't feel like going through all this. Because I've got Java Edition 22W16B, 22W17A, 22W18A, and 22W19A. So I'm just going to read 19A because I do not want to do all that other stuff. Sorry for the inconvenience, but I just don't have time. I don't want my episodes to be an hour, two hours long. They have been an hour long before, but I try not to keep them that long. <clears throat> okay.
22W19A. Changes in the snapshot, Warden and Iron Golems now make sure to spawn above something solid. And then there's just technical. Oh, there's fixed bugs. Okay, for fixed bugs, players cannot jump off the edge of blocks while sneaking if they have a block above. Skulk sensor continuously receives the vibrations next to a powered drip, um, a powered big drip leaf. Uh, tadpoles hatch inside of adjacent blocks, causing them to suffocate and die. By the way, these are things that are being fixed, hopefully, uh, not added. Frogs frequently get stuck below lily pads. Warden's sniffing behavior continues after being distracted. Warden despawns when far away. Mineshafts can intersect ancient cities. Warden is not angered when hit by a blaze fireball. Warden nearby closet sound is unused. Warden can stop it, can stop chasing a target after it just roared at it. Warden doesn't turn towards the direction it is firing the sonic boom attack. Warden summoned from spawn egg, su I'm suddenly losing its AI. Warden's sonic boom cannot hurt the ender dragon, it only pushes it back. Warden spawns in blocks that have no collision. Warden cannot spawn on a single snow layer like other mobs. Skulk senses and wardens detect when a player is holding up a shield. Uh, warden's range attack is no longer affected by the game's difficulty. Dying to a warden's sonic boom doesn't count as the warden's kill. Warden froze and stopped being hostile towards the player. Invalid signature for public key when trying to open a single player world. The game crashes when loading chunks that consist of jigsaw blocks. Warden can be pushed by explosions while emerging. Slash give at s goat underscore horn gives unregistered goat horn and java.lang.illegal argument exception uh, name id cannot both be blank I don't know what that means um, when passive mobs take damage from the war and sonic boom they won't flee in panic so that was that snapshot I hope my recording hasn't stopped it hasn't okay just if you don't understand it's got a 15 minute limit before it stops okay now onto our main topic finally Okay, and now for our main topic, we'll be improving the dungeon structure in Minecraft. <clears throat> right now, it's just a box of stone, cobblestone, and mossy cobblestone. has chests, but the loot's pretty bad, you got to be honest. Um, the only use for it is that you can make farms out of it. <clears throat> That's all. And I did have a few ideas to improve it. Uh, first, add more rooms, please. Just make it better. Some of the rooms might be like a library room, book, some bookshelves, maybe some pots. I don't know. Just to, like f with the archaeology thing. This is sadly not coming out in 1.19. Um, <clears throat> just some accessories and stuff like that. Just that looks cool. Um, also, add some spawners that spawn harder mobs, like. They could have better armor, better tools. Um, like enchanted iron is much more common, and maybe even in diamond or enchanted diamond rarely. No, neither right though. We're not going to that extent. Um, um. Also, I'd like to see more spawner rooms. So, like, if say a dungeon has got more rooms, maybe it could have some more spawners in it. Um, not more spawns in one room, but more more spawn separate spawner rooms. I'd like to see more chests with slightly better loot. Maybe 
maybe diamonds and emeralds are a little bit more common and less common. Maybe in between what it is now and desert temple loot. Not quite that good though. Um, maybe make the actual dungeon structure less common. And I'd like to see some more blocks. Right now it's four blocks if you count the spawner and the chest. Um, otherwise it's two blocks. So I'd like to see stone bricks, mossy stone bricks, cracked stone bricks, bricks, cobblestone, mossy cobblestone, and infested cobblestone and stone bricks just to add a little surprise element I suppose so you can get some silverfish. I'd also like to see variation in these structures kind of like end city so you could get an end city with one tower and nothing else or you could get an end city with an end ship and 20 towers. Um, but of course there would be a limit for this like it couldn't be massive so like a minimum of two rooms and one of them has to be a spawn room and a maximum of 20 rooms and five spawners which is quite big but I'd like to make that a little bit more rare that's all I've got on my notes but I just came up with some more room ideas um so of course like there'd be the library one I'd also like to see some more I'd like a trap room with a chest at the end um make it have desert temple loot just because it needs to be slightly better um but then there's some more sophisticated traps like instead of dispensers like on the end of the room that you can actually see have them on the roof also have vines sometimes um and maybe a little bit of the moss actually the actual moss block would be cool um but have some more traps like have instead of just being arrows in the dispensers trap have them be like fireballs um just stuff that makes it a little bit harder and proof that the ancient builders actually use redstone apparently made all these structures um just add some more lore to it generally like maybe it could not just maybe it's a zombie spawner it could also spawn uh zombie villages maybe sometimes just to add a little bit of a little bit easier way to get zombie villages and maybe make zombie villages spawn slightly more rarely in the actual overworld um just small stuff like that could make the dungeon so much better the structure i mean um not the podcast i think it's doing pretty well if you ask me i'm quite happy thank you everyone that was cringy and all that um if you have any of your own ideas for possibly improving the dungeon structure i would love to hear from you and you can get your email read out on the show email me at the dungeon ideas at gmail.com and i should read it out on the show again if you haven't heard me read out your email but you've sent it um, I'll check right now if I've got any more while I'm recording the podcast and no I haven't so if I missed your email then email me again um, and I'll try and read it out again I'm sorry if I've forgotten but we should probably get on to the outro now So thank you for listening to this episode of The Dungeon, a Minecraft podcast. You can email me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com and you can also join my Discord server. Both those links will be in the description. Um, also, just remember to send in your questions for the Q&A. Don't make them too personal. Like, asking what my age is is probably like the most personal you can get. But like, ask what's your Minecraft username, stuff, stuff like that. Generally, 
there's questions that you might want to know. If it's not, if it's too personal, I'll email you, but and reply to you, but I won't read it out on the show. Um, thank you to for all the support and reaching 1,000 listeners, and I should see you in the next episode.